is being recorded. I had a fucking, I had a weird few days actually, the last day or so. I was about to mention this all fair, but fuck it, I'll mention it on air. Yeah. I had, I had like, so if I turn into some kind of monster or demon in the next week or so, <laughs> this is why. So I was in town strolling, like chatting about fucking, well, we were actually chatting about the Snyder Cut of all things, if you believe it or believe it or not. Oh. With, a, with a mutual friend of ours, I'll tell you all fair. But a woman comes past us, looks us both dead in the eyes and just says, don't wield the sword no matter what you do. And then walks away. Oh. And I, I look at your man. I'm like, do you know her? And he's like, I've never seen her before in my life. And I'm like, yeah, I have no idea who she is either. <laughs> she's coming. And she's like, don't wield the sword. And she, we look back and she's like, I'm not saying she's running away, but she's like, she's making pace. Like she's scampering away. Oh my God. It was so fucking weird. You're the chosen one, Jack. You're going to have hero's journey at some point. Oh, man. If I get offered like a demon sword or whatever, I wasn't going to take it. But now because this old like fucking whack job is like, don't touch the sword. I'm like, well, now I'm going to touch the sword because you told me not to. (laughs) This is this is my Joker moment. You told me not to. So now I have to touch the sword. You don't have to do what you say, lady. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, it was so fucking... She was definitely on something. Because, like, she looked like she was off her head as she was scampering away. I can only assume (laughs) if you say that to, like, two strangers, like... The the only other way I could interpret it, and, like, we were laughing about this afterwards, maybe she's deeply homophobic and seeing two men talking and walking. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, don't handle the sword or jimmy the balls. I I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that's what it was. Either way, she looked fucking methed out of her head. Like, it was... I don't know, maybe that was Odin. Maybe it was Odin, like, don't take the weapon or the magical thing. It was just strange. Maybe, yeah, it could be a case of, like, you know, time travel and stuff. And, you know, man, time travel, like, will will mess you up. So, you know, she's a little crazy, but she's just like, I gotta warn this guy about not taking the sword, and then the world won't end. She's actually actually my great-great-granddaughter. She's, like, back from the future. She's like, this is is when he rose to power and became a tyrant because he got an evil sword or whatever. It was fucking weird. It, like, it threw me through a loop for about 20 minutes. I was just like, where's what sword? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, apart from that, how have you been, Rihanna? Um pretty, pretty, pretty uh, you know what? Pretty good. Um, I suppose straight up, just to say, hello everyone. Welcome to Should Have Gone For It Ahead, the only podcast where we talk all things Marvel and uh don't take an unexpected two-week hiatus. What? Um in, in our defense, in our defense, it was more like a week and a half because I was slow to release that other episode. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we needed a break. We take breaks. Breaks happen. It's fine. We needed, we needed a break. Not to mention, I, I was busy working on my, my essay, so I, I can graduate college. So uh, please, if you can forgive me that much, everyone. But I was uh, busy, but... um, you know, doing push-ups and researching Clifford the Big Red Dog or whatever <laughs> I do. You know what I do. You know, We actually have Clifford news this week. I'm so excited. We'll get to it. <laughs> But uh, no, been pretty good. Uh, handed in my last assignment. Um, so and uh, yeah, I've, I'm going to be starting a new, a new job soon and stuff. So I'm like, I'm caught in that weird in between of like that that few days where you really don't have to do anything. And I think I'm still like riding on some residual anxiety from the assignments because every time I like sit down, like maybe to read a book or play the switch or something, I'm like, I should be doing something. But like, I don't have to do anything, you know. <laughs> It's it's the classic it's the classic dilemma of you have so much to do, 
that like you stop to take a break to de-stress you get more stress because you still should be doing the thing yeah yeah and your body is so used to that that now you're just like i'm gonna go play breath of the wild or whatever you're just like ah i should be doing something even though you should you be have doing something left. yeah it's like i should be job hunting no way i have a job i got assignments no way i finished my assignments you know so. well sure look welcome back to another episode of should have gone for the head the only show on the internet where we talk all things clifford the red big red dog I mean, sorry, I mean, Marvel, we talk Marvel shit here and maybe sometimes go on tangents and tell wacky stories and we get the hijinks. I'm Jack. And with me, as always, is my co-host. Me, Rhiannon. That's, yeah. We fucking, we're back, baby. Oh, boy. There's a new Marvel show. There's been trailers galore. Oh, there's yeah. news for days. Papa Kevin's in some hot water. Ooh, the temperatures Ooh. are rising. See, I because I've had my head basically just stuck in uh, Microsoft Word the whole time. Like I, I've definitely missed some stuff. So, um. <laughs> well, there's no better time to catch up. You can, you and the audience can both learn everything that's happening in the world of Mar- Marvel geek stuff. Everything else, we're just gonna hop right into it. We're just yeah, gonna. Man. It's just like jazz. You just gotta, you just gotta get into it. It's just like, <laughs> just like wielding a terrifying just ancient sword that it. an old woman told you. Just, just don't touch it. Just don't do it. <laughs> She has been on drugs, right? Like she just this, is, this wasn't like a Sarah Connor scenario. It was just she was on <laughs> drugs, right? Like it has to be. Getting paranoid now. Yeah, no, I'm like every time I go to reach for something, I'm like, what if that's the sword she's talking about? <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Um there's some news, Rihanna. Do you want to know the news? I think we should start off with the biggest news. All right. Um All right. one of one of our favorite comics-based characters is after having another movie pushback. He's red. He lives in New York. I've done this bit before. Yes, I'm sorry to announce we are going to have to wait an extra four months for the Clifford the Big Red Dog movie. Ah, shit, dude. There's an absolute heartbreaker. As you know, I have been on the forefront of hashtag release the buttholes cut. <laughs> for those of you uninitiated, I think we will never be able to believe CGI animals or characters until you are willing to add the buttholes in. I want, I want a re-edit of Jurassic Park with the buttholes. I want the Clifford the Big Red Dog movie with buttholes. I Those... want the cats with dongs cut. See, yeah. I, I'm not a pervert. I need you to know I'm not Shane Dawson. I'm not into it. I just think that I'm not going to be able to enjoy these movies or suspend my disbelief far enough until uh... they all have buttholes. For those who don't get the reference, there apparently was a cut of uh, Cats the Musical where they did have CGI buttholes. Um, yeah. Which I think only improves the movie i think it only stands the same way the jason derulo big donka only improves that movie <laughs> once again they have to cg out his massive schlong but that means there's a there is a copy out there with just like humongous bulge i mean it, like for the character he plays in it it makes so much sense because he essentially just plays like a tomcat that just goes around uh kind of on the rantan if you know what i mean but oh rantan um, yeah but yeah, no, um, I will not believe CGI models until they have proper genitals. Actually, here's a weird fact, right? This is, mm-hmm. this somewhat ties into the concept of our show. In the first Avengers movie, the Hulk has no dick. Because the CGI model they use for him doesn't have genitals. It has an ass. It has every other muscle that has nipples, mm-hmm. but it does not have a butthole. Sorry, it does not have a dick. I mean, I can, I can, I can imagine like one of the reasons behind that is like while you're see like you know you're editing and stuff, and it's probably some of the fast paced scenes you don't get to do as clean, kind of like editing and stuff. If that model has a dick and you get a dick slip in a twelve rated <laughs> film, you know, like it well, might clip through his fucking pants or something. But uh, but here's the thing: 
in later movies, Age of Ultron, further on, he has a dick. They added a dick to the model. They, they upgraded they it. Added added a wang. They added a wang. Oh my god! Because when he's in like the suit and stuff, you gotta add like a bit of bulge to it. And a bit of physics. Yeah, Plus, yeah. if you're doing a subplot about how the Hulk can't have babies with Black Widow or whatever, because they're both terrifying monsters, very clearly needs a dick. Oh, I I was love in in the uh, the Edward Norton uh, Hulk movie of something. They just established, you know, he can't have sexy times. Oh, because his heart rate goes. <laughs> <laughs> just like well that's just sad <laughs> no wonder he's angry all the time he just really is actually frustrated so hulk want to touch hulk self but hulk self turn from banner to hulk <laughs> you know who doesn't have that problem the abomination he's always the abomination <laughs> outstanding a citizen abomination yeah he's it's also like he's also like He's also really sex positive as well, like, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, Abomination <laughs> does not body shame. Whatever kink, <laughs> you do you. <laughs> Abomination into peace stuff, because I'm a fish man. No, no, it works, it works. Also, we got more footage of the Abomination this week in Shang-Chi. Oh, nice. We got like, a, well, sorry, we got a 30 second trailer. So like, we see him for like a second or two. Yeah, no, oh. that's coming out way sooner than we think, actually. Yeah, it's, it's coming, coming out, out like first few days in September and stuff. Like the fourth, I think, or the third. So that's like third, three yeah, weeks. I think it's like the third or something. Which Fucking means hell, dude. Which means the listeners here get a classic Jack and Rianne and do a double. Do, do, do a double. Oh. Actually, I'm thinking we might be doing a double soon enough because I still need to go see the Suicide Squad as well. So. Oh yeah, no, I saw it. It's tits. Like it is. I believe my... some of that has been spoiled for me because of internet, but uh, I, it... I still want to go see it. It's my favorite movie of the year so far. Okay. I'll put it that way. It's the best DC film, and not to hype this up, since The Dark Knight, in my opinion. Okay. Ah, I'm I'm into it. Above Joker, above the cinematic masterpiece that is the fucking Snyder Cut. I genuinely, (laughs) I really, really like Suicide Squad. So if we ever get a chance, we can like review and talk about that because it is, oh, muy bueno. Muy, muy bueno. Okay. We'll see. Also, but yeah, no, Shang Chi comes out on the fourth, so like we'll definitely have an episode of What If that week and Shang Chi to talk about. Mm. So that's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. Maybe that's the one where Hawkeye learns to do karate instead of uses bows and arrows. <laughs> they both seem as effective, more or less. Hawkeye uh, just gets a Iron Fist Sergeant story. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say he gets Iron Fisted, like like Danny Rand <laughs> appears behind him and just punches a hole through his chest. I'm on the Avengers. Oh <laughs> man, imagine Hawkeye, but he has the iron fist and he just lights the bow up and shoots her. Oh, cut. that would be rad. Be pretty rad, right? Anyway, anyway, moving on. Um, so include talking about movies that may or may not be pushed back. We got a trailer for Venom 2. Did you see the oh, new trailer? I I have I've not been able to watch it, but is there any any juicy juicy oh, we, um it's really good. It fucking it gets me. I'm like, this is this is that good shit. This is that I'm gonna like do two or four, two to five pints, then go see this shit. But yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot of carnage in it for a movie called Let There Be Carnage. The trailer is showing a lot of carnage, played Ooh. by um Woody DeHarrelson. Like, it looks great, and he looks sick as carnage. The only <laughs> thing is, I'm terrified we're seeing it all in the trailer. I don't want to see. Yeah, it yeah. Because like I'm terrified, everything we see in the trailer is just all the carnage footage we're gonna get, and then there's just two like blob men that slap each other at the end, like the Here's first the movie. Thing. 
this is the trial like it's always a concern when you see a movie like that that isn't from marvel studios basically because they're really good at cutting together something that you know you're like ah here's this but you know there's going to be more with like sony and stuff it's real hit and miss sometimes i genuinely think the reason marvel ones work an awful lot is they fucking they pull a fast one on us. They just put yeah. fake shit in the trailer that doesn't they do turn put up. Fake shit in the trailer, yeah. Like oh, like Loki on the throne wasn't actually in Loki which, or like. Which begs the question: Like, is that an okay thing to do? It's kind. See, here's the thing: There's never a point where they say this is in the movie. It's yeah. Just, this they could make the argument: This is a concept for what the movie's gonna be like. Oh it's its gosh. own. Little, if you treat every trailer kind of like its own little short film. But, like, yeah, no, it's just strange where sometimes you'll have a shot of the Hulk that doesn't turn up in the movie, like in Infinity yeah. War or whatever. It, it's strange. In, like, I, I get it to just truly hide spoilers and stuff, but, you know, it's it's just one of those the, those inter- interesting things to think about. Now now I'm thinking that, can we make a movie but, like, absolutely show none of the, of its content in, in its trailers and this just be I, like, this is what it's going to be like. This, but... is, this is what I was thinking, actually. Spider-Man No Way Home. They're talking about just not dropping a trailer. Like, okay. obviously we'll probably get a trailer like the week before or whatever. Yeah. But I think it'd be great if they just used footage from the last couple of movies and like some voiceover. Yeah. Just kind of set the tone of this what it's going to be like. And then maybe 20 seconds worth of footage. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fucking the closer we get to that movie, the more people are going to get fucking hyped about it. Like it's. Yeah. I think I sent you that picture where it's like me as long as the movie's pretty good and meets fine expectations I don't need to try and then it's just like the poster and it's like every villain ever and John Wick and fucking all the <laughs> Spider-Man and Venom and fucking Robocop like it's <laughs> yeah. so stupid but I'm like yeah no that's the expectation at this point actually <laughs> speaking of Spider-Man Willem Dafoe was talking this week when he was asked whether or not he's gonna be in the next Spider-Man movie Oh. and he responded with a Rah! No. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, kill Spider Man. <laughs> nah, he was uh He said no comment, which oh, no comment is a comment, right? That's like a you either give a flat no or a like a cheeky wink. I think no comment means he's probably in it, right? I mean, like it's it's a tough one because it could be like yes, he's in it, or like Marvel hit him up saying like, look, you know, <laughs> we'll give you here, here we'll, we'll give you some money if you just like don't say anything. All right. We'll give you five grand if you don't say anything about the movie and you stop kidnapping random redheads off balconies. <laughs> <laughs> Willem Dafoe. I think it's random. It is just the one redhead off balconies, to be fair. Willem Dafoe should play fucking Waluigi. <laughs> yes. Oh <laughs> my fucking God. Yes. Give you one choice, Mario. <laughs> Join me or die. <laughs> well, a lot of life, Gus. I'm a bit of a scientist myself. <laughs> you know what's really funny? Waluigi isn't related to Wario. Like, yeah. they're just good friends. There's no blood there. Wario one day realized he needed a tennis partner and recruited someone <laughs> who kind of looked like Luigi. <laughs> he made him grow a mustache. Oh, oh God. I just love the fact, because of course Wario, Mario, like, it's just the M flipped upside down, but I think it's also just like, wa or something means means bad in Japanese yeah. or something. So just like Waluigi just literally means just bad Luigi. Which um, is funny, because like, Luigi's not good Luigi. <laughs> Luigi's just Luigi. Uh, to be fair, I think Luigi gets such a hard time. Like, Oh, 
yeah. Mario, Mario's a piece of shit. Luigi's the main hero in many ways. He can jump higher, move faster, is physically stronger, and Mario just shits on him all the time. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um, moving on from my personal squabbles with Mario, a man who looks re- like remarkably like Joseph Stalin if you put him side by side. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Mario and Stalin both look very similar. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, um, moving on. Hugh Jackman was in talks this week about whether or not he's going to be turning up in a Marvel thing ever or whatever. Big week. People have been asking around. like, And he said yeah. he's been checking his email every single day. He's been waking up out of bed. He's been drinking the smoothies. He's been checking his email. And he has still gotten no email about it. No. Oh, no. Papa, Papa Kevin hasn't hit him up in the DMs asking for feet pics or claw pics or whatever. Oh. We got nothing. <laughs> It yeah. kind of I, I I just love that description because it just really does make me think just like Hugh Jackman is just getting up and just like maybe today's the day they'll email me and it doesn't happen and it just <laughs> it makes me really sad because like <laughs> be, being an actor you've been in that I've been in that position of just like oh what if they contact me today oh never mind he you climbs, know he climbs out of bed wearing nothing but a sleeveless t-shirt and his fake yeah. claws like. <laughs> He turns off his his uh, alarm clock. He looks there's still nothing. He looks in the mirror. He's like, maybe I'm not the greatest showman. <laughs> <laughs> he like he tries to stop himself from weeping. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, no one's contacted him about being Wolverine. There's still time. He's still as long as he's breathing. There's still time for him to come. You back, know, right? like I want to say, I hope he fucking shows up in like the third Deadpool movie or something. Like oh, Ryan Reynolds 100%. makes a, a fucking point to put him in there or something. One hundred percent, like. Oh, I'd be yeah. so up for it. Um, moving on from that. Da, 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 da. Obviously, What If dropped this week, but yeah, uh, the showrunners on, in charge of that have been talking about the fact that there were several episodes that weren't allowed. There were What Ifs, but What Not Ifs, I guess. you could okay. say, I, I, I butchered that. Um, uh, yeah. Basically, uh, one of them they did describe was it was too horrific. Oh. And they, cu- they cut it late into development. But basically, it's what if Peter Parker turned into a giant radioactive spider and just started eating people? Oh my god! Oh, I'm I kind like, of love it. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. I want to see that. I don't give a shit if he becomes a Doctor Strange or whatever. I want to see him become a big spider, like a big man spider. That's sick. yeah. <laughs> I want to see him eating cunts. That sounds great. But yeah, no. Um, they man, were talking spider. about the fact that was cut. But like, fuck. Imagine that version of the Spider-Man story. And like, have it like a legitimate horror as well. Like, oh, it would have been so rad. <sighs> Fuck, imagine Aunt May comes in and he's just fucking clinging to the walls. Like, <laughs> Peter, I think I think you're I think something's up. Like, <laughs> what happened to Uncle Ben? Yeah, Peter ate him. Uh, fuck. <laughs> imagine the moment in fucking Civil Wars. He's like, well, I tried doing this the easy way. Underoos! <laughs> fucking massive spider leaps down and bites Captain America's head off. I'm just here's the thing. I'm literally just picturing like Shelob from Lord of the Rings kind of thing. You know, the giant fucking spider that lives in a cave. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but picture it still has the mask and the tights on, but they're like torn through. <laughs> oh fuck! Imagine, imagine the moment when Thanos snaps and everyone's falling apart. And it's just like a fucking giant spider falls into oh, Tony Cradling Stark's arm. <laughs> no, no, Peter, no. And he just turns to dust in Tony's <laughs> arms. Maybe they win. Maybe fucking maybe Peter just bites Thanos' head off and lays some eggs that in him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
It's so fucked. Fucking, he just kills Mysterio immediately. He doesn't even like, doesn't even question him whether he's a new father. But he just bites his head off yeah, again. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, no, they cut that episode apparently, which is sad. Oh, unfortunate. Um, moving on, Suicide Squad and Black Widow not performing well at the box office. Oh shit! I I remember hearing something like about this. Yeah. Um, apparently um straight like direct streaming has been killing them because yeah. like you don't have to go to a theater to see black widow you can just hop on disney plus drop 20 and watch it yeah we all know the problems behaving all, all over that regarding the uh, the lawsuits recently mm. um and hbo max are doing the same thing as the suicide squad except here's mm. the thing it's free so if you are subscribed oh, to hbo okay. max just turn it on it's already there yeah so apparently, like, they're talking about the fact that this is killing those movies. And plus, one of them is R-rated. So you cut mm-hmm. down the audience again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're t- two of the biggest, two of the most pirated movies in the last 10 years. Jesus. Because apparently, well, obviously, if they're going to be online immediately, people are going to screen cap. You oh, yeah, I know. 4K uh, copy and, like, obviously. you can get a 4K copy day one, like. So even, even when watching reviews or fucking, like, breakdowns for those movies people are using like hd footage from the movie straight away yeah which is it's weird to see you love to see it but it's weird like Mm-mm. but that you're right you alluded to the fact that uh black widow actress Scarlett johansson is out for blood she wants yeah. her money she wants her shekels bitch better have my money <laughs> she's got papa kevin tied up just beating the crap out of him in the car <laughs> but yeah no um do you want to explain the lawsuit thing or but I suppose uh, essentially, like in in her contract with Marvel, it's like she takes so much uh, money that they make at the box office. But of course, um, Black uh, Black Widow was also released to Disney Plus on Premier Access, and of course, Disney have been fucking making bank off of that. And be- due to loopholes or whatever, ScarJo doesn't see any of that money. Exactly. Uh, but the fact is, they also got to like bring her salary down because yeah. she was getting that cut like it was oh yeah because you're gonna get a cut, cut of the profits we're gonna bring your salary down a bit for it yeah yeah so uh she's not she's not too pleased about it which i'm like fair that's a bit of a shitty thing to do disney yeah um, no um especially if they're gonna be cutting her down like that yeah right. yeah but she's like, also bringing up the fact that like she's going for this now most likely because she's not doing another one of their movies like yeah the talk yeah. is she's only doing it now and speaking out about it now, even though she's known about it for a while, because she's certain she's not going back for another Marvel or like a Star Wars thing or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Um, what do you think of this? You think she deserves it, or I mean, I... she's already rich as, but like, I mean, yeah, but I, I think it's just it's the principle of if anything of just like imagine if you like were like working with someone. And they're like, cool, like, we're going to give you a cut of the profits. But then, like, because we're releasing it on this platform. And then they turn around and release it on another one and just, just got all the money from that. You'd be a bit like, well, that's a little shitty, you know? Um, some people are like, oh, she should be happy to have the money she has. But also, it's Disney. They have all the fucking money in the world. They have so much fucking money. Um, they should yeah, have it, bought her out of it, maybe? Like, bought her out uh, of that section of her contract? But yeah, no, it, she's going to war. She's, she's taking Disney to court for it. Yeah, uh, I I've heard Emma Stone's been looking at it as well for the the Cruella movie as well. So and Emily Blunt on Jungle Cruise. Apparently, the three big of the year they're going for they're all they're flooding mm-hmm. the water. 
good on them. I, I hope they do get paid. I hope like I do. I do hope they win that. Like actually, no, I, I take that back because Disney's always listening. And as our corporate overlords, one day, <laughs> I think Disney should win and are in the right because they they are going to pay me one day. I swear. Just just don't be shitty people, please. That's all we're asking. One hundred percent. You think she's gonna go? She thinks she's gonna do what I think is the new common thing of when Disney burns you out, you go do a Warner Brothers thing. I think oh, she's yeah. gonna, I think she's gonna go like not Wonder Woman, but like do a fucking a DC movie now. Same with yeah, like yeah. James Gunn did one, Taika Waititi's in talks for one. We'll get to that in okay. a second. But like I think she should just just to piss them off, go do like, I don't know, like Batwoman or something. Just to fucking get back, get fully paid, and like have a really high grossing movie. Poison Ivy question mark? Ooh, yeah. Imagine her as Poison Ivy. Yeah. In a solo film with Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn yes oh i would watch that romantic comedy that'd be so good <laughs> it would be good give me that movie no i'm i'm up for oh and get edgar wright to direct it a triple <laughs> fuck you to to disney and marvel just like make it r-rated make a couple of mil maybe put ryan reynolds in there or something fuck i'm so yeah. in for it but yeah no go, go get them hope they get paid um but, 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 i'm trying to find is there any more news we haven't hit um no i think we've hit all the news we hit the clifford butthole stuff we hit black widow we hit the venom two let there be carnage there's plenty of carnage there's so much carnage what we're gonna do with all this (laughs) i think it's time to talk about marvel what if yeah so yeah in case people don't know or just been living under a rock or something we got the first episode of the the animated series of marvel what if which is basically did it just like going through the mcu and just going like what if this thing happened and making a series about it which i kind of love it's it's weird it feels really it feels the same level of self-congratulating as like the fact that two two acts of the biggest movie of all time is marvel doing like a victory lap yeah yeah same way that like the first two acts of endgame is marvel like look how good we are look at all the shit we've done beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Oh, this is what this God. kind of feels like as well and i hate the fact that i love it that's the thing like i don't hate it i'm it's more marvel content and you know what marvel content is good and i enjoy it's, it i'm a whore it, it's <laughs> just them patting themselves on the back for being so good and I'm, normally i'm like i hate that but i'm like fuck they do it so well i can't not like it yeah but yeah no uh, um, what if as you mentioned is basically hey what if this happened instead so it's the stories you know but with a slight change it's like a little bit of a like like a little twist and then the ripple effects from that. Uh, so, it, it's, yeah. it's been a thing in the comics for years. Like, there's been a bunch of them. There's been what if Spider Man was a big spider? What if fucking Doctor Strange had fish for hands? What if the Hulk <laughs> loved to do Sudoku on his weekends? Whatever. <laughs> and so we're getting nine episodes. All of them are animated, and some of the actors are back to play their characters. Like yeah, I was. I was looking for, at the cast for for this episode, and like nearly everyone is pretty much like playing their characters, all the OG G actors, like, with the exception of maybe one or two. Uh, um, we, we may be missing a certain captain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a nearly everyone. Yeah. Uh, the 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 glaring obvious one is that we we don't get Chris Evans as Captain America. Dis- no, disappointingly, so. No Captain America. No Tommy Lee Jones is that one no. guy who says he needs a sandwich. And I mean, like, Red Skull isn't played by Hugo Weaving, but I think it's the same guy that that really fucking good Hugo Weaving impression, so... Oh, yeah, no, it's a, it's the SNL guy, right? The one from Endgame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, I'm still up for that. 
Yeah, so it, it basically sounds like Hugo Weaving, so it's fine. <laughs> so basically, um, Iwatu the Watcher is there. There's this race of aliens that like they just sit along, they watch, they make sure the events happen as they're supposed to happen, as Kang wants them to happen, or whatever. Mm. And he narrates the series, basically being like, "You may know the Marvel movies, I mean the Marvel timeline, but what if this change happened?" Yeah. And in this episode, Rihanna, what is the major change? The major change is basically what if Agent Carter became Captain America, which is just such a fucking rad concept, to be honest. Because Agent Carter, she's just—I just love the character, and I she needs more love, honestly. I'm, I'm so happy we covered that show now because yeah. when we were, when I was watching this, I was like, oh yeah, I recognize this and this and this from that show. Fuck it. There's like little bits you can pick from here, there, and everywhere. I'm like, oh, that definitely informed this. Yeah. And it's a really smart and simple one to start out with. Like, I think yeah. if you want to introduce the audience and the general public to it, this is a very easy one to be like, hey, what if Captain America was someone else? Same way yeah. it's like Captain America getting the super soldier serum, Tony Stark going in the cave, Thor becoming unworthy. Those are the three big major events that like set the whole universe in like the way it's going. So to take one of those and be like, hey, what if it happens slightly well, different? That's a great way to set up the show and have people understand the premise. Exactly. And I actually kind of really, really love how they do, like, how do you say the decision that changed it all was the fact she just didn't go to the booth. And that's what <laughs> made this whole thing happen. And I'm like, I, I kind of love that. That is, It was just the smallest thing. Okay, so before we get into it, do you want to drop an initial non-spoilers review for anyone who hasn't gotten to the, uh, getting around to watch it yet? Because I know... Um. People I was texting, they were like, they didn't even know the show was out this week because it hasn't been built up as much as the other shows. Yeah, it it is kind of more a like small thing of just like, oh, here's something to kind of tick you over in between movies and stuff. But no, it's it's I really I really enjoyed it. Um, It's it (laughs) it feels like maybe sometimes a little too fast paced at times. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, okay, we're here now. It, it assumes you've done the reading already. Like, you've seen yeah. whatever they're parodying, more or less. Y- yeah, ba- basically. But, um, no, it. I, you know what, for a, a, a pilot episode for this series, I'm, I'm loving it, man. Um, I'm, yeah, I, I'm, many... I'm happy, I'm happy to see Agent Carter, and it's, it's some really good stuff. How many Star Spangled Banners would you give it? Star Spangled Banners. Or five um... Stars Spangled Banners. Oh, I think, ah, uh, maybe three, three and a half. Okay, all right. Um, I'm gonna yeah. give it. A, I'm gonna give it a solid four and a half. Nearly, nearly yeah. a five. No, this is. I think it was a smart way to set up the show, even though it does feel really like just Marvel looking in a mirror and jerking off. You know, so like, me trying not to say four this time, but yeah, no, yeah. it's a four anyway. <laughs> we're so good at being Marvel and doing Marvel. Oh, we're so good at being Disney Marvel. It's literally. It's very, very self-congratulating in a sense like, hey, you know that thing you really like? Let's just do it again, but slightly different. And you're going to fucking love it. You're going to eat it. And know what the worst thing is? They got me. I fucking love it. They they got you. They got you. I really Uh... enjoyed it. You fuckers, you got me. Yeah, no, the action's really good. The animation style is kind of 2.5D. Yeah. It's a nice blend of 2D and 3D. It's really, it's really sick. Um. 
It's especially because the animation style makes up for certain like scenes being kind of flat or stale. Like there's a couple mm-hmm. of scenes where like the posing is just kind of like we're just two people standing shoulder to shoulder chatting or whatever. But because yeah. of the art style, it really covers that. Yeah. Uh, some of the voice acting is a little off because as Rihanna, you could explain this better than me. Voice acting and acting are not the same thing. Oh, those those are those are like two. I mean, like it's not so different, but I suppose it depends on like where and acting you're coming from yeah. like uh there's there's two cases in this episode and we'll say it in spoilers but there's one person i think who's crushing it and one who's just like i don't know what i signed up for they got me in between <laughs> things i think i know who you're talking about oh god but, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah sorry go uh i was just gonna say four and a half four and a half stars definitely worth a watch if you have a spare 20 minutes it's brief it's nice it's it may be even a little too fast. It assumes you've seen the movie already. Oh yeah, it's it's like speed running uh, the first Avenger, basically. Uh, it's yeah, but no, it's it's also feels kind of like a testing ground. We can talk about this later on for like, hey, do you like this version of that character or that version of that character? Okay, cool. Yeah. The most popular ones was bringing them into a movie at some point. Oh yeah, I I've definitely been watching this. I was just like, God, if any of these alternate universes like uh, get like so much love. Like we're definitely getting a series, or they're going to show up in the movies at some point. Like, yeah, you know? no. So, like, whichever what if character you like, except for the Chadwick Boseman ones, unfortunately. Oh. Buy the most merch of that character, and they'll probably turn up in a movie. Yeah. Like, if you love your aging characters as Captain America, buy that pop vinyl, buy the Lego set, buy the T-shirts. <laughs> Fucking, we'll get them in a movie if you buy more. Not gonna of them. lie, I kind of want the pop vinyl. <laughs> and I want the Lego set, okay? But anyway. <laughs> See, there we go. We're going to get a movie with Haley Atwell because you and I buy the Lego and the Papa. <laughs> this is exactly what they wanted. Yeah, happy now, Papa Kevin. Are you happy? <laughs> you got me. You have me. All right. Um, so we're going to get into spoilers now. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Yeah. Also, go watch the first Captain America movie because that movie doesn't get enough love. It's pretty good. Yeah, you know what? Pretty solid movie. There's, there's a scene where he makes out with the girl from Game of Thrones. It's great. Natalie Dormer, fantastic <laughs> actress, needs to be in more things. Anyway, um, so basically, we open up on the fucking the what if intro where we're seeing a couple of alternate things already. One yeah. of which is, and I think these are all going to be characters that are what ifs are based around, because one of them we see beardless Thor. Oh. In the intro, you see Thor, but he doesn't have a beard. Yeah. I don't know if that's the what if or that that's results weird. from a what if. Oh. Like, what if Thor decided to shave or like, <laughs> how does that affect? Maybe maybe Jane Foster doesn't fall for him and he so doesn't. A, a hormone, hormone deficiency, so he just can't grow a full beard kind of thing, you know? <laughs> oh my God, what if it's Thor, but he's a soft boy and Jane doesn't fall for him, so he doesn't oh. become humble and then he doesn't save Asgard? Oh, he doesn't get swole. <laughs> yes. Oh god, kind of from I was gonna say like kind of frumpy fat Thor, but we already saw fat Thor. We more like skinny Lo- fat Thor. Loki becomes the swole one, and like Thor becomes the kind of scrawny one. Fucking soy boy Thor. Absolutely. Soy boy Thor. <laughs> oh my god, I don't even know if I'm worthy. Am I the last son of Asgard or whatever? <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm doing that thing, that thing where I put my two fingers together and act nervous and like look away. Yeah, very, yeah. For a very, for an audio medium, that was a very good visual joke. E boy. Can we get E-Boy Thor? <laughs> I hope I hope the internet loved that visual bit I just did there for this strictly <laughs> audio meet. Anyway, so the Watcher introduces us. We see kind of like the fragmented timeline of the alternate realities, which I'm guessing is a result of um, the old Loki fuck up. 
of you know yeah. creating the multiverse or whatever i assume this is a direct response to that oh totally totally um we get, we get a couple of glimpses of some of the other what ifs like the marvel zombies or like fucking t'challa being a star lord gamora as thanos and then we go to the point of no return the point where it all changes and that is Rhiannon. what is the big change to the first avenger how does the story differentiate um yeah so uh oh first off i just really like the fact that the fray the the framing device is that it's the watcher watching all these and i'm like god that's that's kind of cool well Um, also the watcher a character who's never supposed to intervene but always does anyway (laughs) yeah yeah i'm you ought to the watcher i am never to intervene only to watch and see what if fuck off you're gonna intervene you always do you're always like, hey, Reed Richards, let me show you how to fix a thing. Hey, Tony Stark, he maybe look over there. Like, yeah, just little nudges of just like, oh, like I can't intervene, but if I were to, I would do this. You know, yeah. he's like, I'm not supposed to tell you the ultimate nullifiers in the box over there, but if you were to also figure out that the ultimate nullifiers in the box over there are pointing to, <laughs> well, there's nothing that can happen there. I just have to watch you do the fact that it's over there, <laughs> like. <laughs> He always does. He always genuinely, I bet he'll intervene by like the fifth episode. Yeah. yeah. Like our narrator, I bet he's going to hop in and on the action by like episode five or six. Uh, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, essentially the decision that just alters the course of history in, in this universe uh, is instead of going to the booth if anyone remembers in the first avengers like the viewing booth to to watch uh steve rogers get turned into captain america she just she stays down below and um apparently that impacts everything so much and i'm trying to remember now because it like it has been a couple of months since i've watched the first avenger and i'm like does her being in the booth actually stop the guy from like blowing stuff up (laughs) No, you see, she stays down below, but apparently yeah. everyone else does in this version. Like, no one goes up to the booth. Yeah. Which that, I guess. That's what I was thinking. I guess because she has so much authority, she's like, I'm going to stay down here. And everyone else is like, Yeah, yeah, we should stay down here. She's, she's yeah, hot. Yeah. She's hot. We should listen to her. We should, we're all <laughs> going to stay down here. And then because of that, she spots your man with the weapon. If she was up in the booth, she probably wouldn't have spotted him, I guess. She didn't get a mm, good. Because mm. they're all sitting down or whatever. She sees him like slip it into his pocket or whatever. Yeah. But because of that, Poor scrawny Steve Rogers gets blown to bits. Fucking, he's he's in the impact range, isn't he? Or no, he gets shot. He gets shot. Yeah. Oh, get shot. Steve gets shot. They activate Uh, the bomb. The doctor gets shot. Skinny Steve Rogers gets shot. Um, Colonel Uncle Ben gets shot. Uncle Ben Uh, gets shot. Bruce Wayne's (laughs) parents get shot. Man, this Hydra gunman's good. (laughs) Uh, fucking. Anyway, um, so Steve can't get in the machine. Yeah. I love the bit where they're arguing and he's like, Howard, get in the machine. He's like, I ain't getting in there. <laughs> Boom, but I got I'm rich, I'm handsome, I got too much to live for. Oh god. Classic That's... stark cowardness. I love it. I uh, yeah, I'm I'm willing to do this, but not to myself. Anyway. <laughs> he's like, Are you fucking kidding? I'm not getting in the radioactive steroid box. Look how good I look. Uh, so yeah, it, it ends with uh, Agent Carter taking the initiative and hopping into that um, radioactive that, yeah. that radioactive steroid box. 
And she comes out fucking swole. She, that was, I was going to say, one thing I really appreciated, because I, I was thinking when watching this, I was like, oh God, is she just going to be like a bit more muscular? But no, they don't hold back on the fact that she's fucking jacked. See, like... that, and that's the thing, and we referenced this earlier. This is just a testing thing for like whether or not this character will be loved enough to be done in live action. So like, yeah. if people like this, they're going to do it in live action with Hayley Atwell. Imagine you know... having to get Hayley Atwell fucking jacked. See, that's the thing though, like... <laughs> With Steve Rogers, it was easy because you just fucking you put Chris Evans' head on a tiny man and then you get regular Steve regular Steve Rogers jacked. But now it's yeah. like, maybe you just do that thing from Lord of the Rings where you have her slightly closer to the camera. Yeah, yeah. Or you just have her in really high, like Tom Cruise, she's always actually standing on a box whenever you can't see her feet. Oh, God. I, I guess with CGI, it'd be fairly easy just to like, <laughs> like cut her out of a shot, scale her slightly, then put her back in the shot. Or even just just cgi her head onto a bigger woman's body like you know or 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 there's a there's a certain sector of little people in hollywood who don't get enough acting credits in action films i think you get on to the little people action guild and just have them be every other bad guy so Haley atwell looks huge in comparison i mean like she's also like exclusively beating up little people which (laughs) Rihanna, you can uh, suspend your disbelief and treat them like regular people, you ha- bigot. <laughs> treat those little people that Captain Carter is punching in the head like real people. Like, like exclusively them, though. So, like, I think that becomes problematic. It's very funny <laughs> to imagine they have to build all the sets to scale now, so they've made her look too big. So now she looks like she's, like, 20 feet tall. They're like, damn oh it, guys. One job. One job. But, but yeah, no. Yeah. Small, uh, small, uh, Cap- Captain Carter, which I just love because I just she just comes out in a thing, and I'm just like, yeah, Steve's head is just like fucking step on me, please, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's who I want to dance for. Yeah, a woman with such big feet. <laughs> step on me, Mama Carter. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking. <laughs> He gets he needs an inhaler just looking at her like genuinely yeah. Yeah. but uh she, she yeah she beats the shit out of that one guy and then there's not even a chase sequence she just murders him straight just up straight up kills him because <laughs> she's here's the thing she's way more effective than regular captain america oh yeah like like agent character does not give a shit about killing people like she's yeah. just like yeah no i will do it kind of thing also another ripple effect that i kind of like is because the explosion goes off early and fucking tommy lee jones killed off because we don't have one of the men in black the kind of whiny guy gets to take over as the head of operations instead. Yeah. And that's the guy from the Agent Carter one shot. The one, the guy who's just like, you're lucky to even be in the room. That guy. Oh, yes, yes. That's who that is. Because I had to look it up. I'm like, is he in the Agent Carter show? We watch it. No, he's from the one shot. They actually, they got oh, the actor God. back to voice him, which is pretty that's great. Obs- that is going into some obscure stuff. I actually love that. Um, right? It's, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. Also, yeah. we should talk about the voice cast now that we have a chance. Um, yeah. So I mentioned earlier, two people are, one person's real, two people I think are killing it. One person is just, he's really just there for the paycheck. Yeah. I think Dominic um, Cooper and fucking Haley Atwell are killing it because they're both oh, having yeah. like a lot of fun with it. Like Dominic like, Cooper just sounds like a cartoon character. <laughs> Those two guys love playing these characters, and I'm so disappointed Dominic Cooper wasn't like brought back to play like older Tony Stark and stuff. Yeah, he's he's just and, having oh, wait, so much fun voicing this, older right? Howard Stark. But yeah, he's he's just having a blast. I love Dominic Cooper. He's he's a lot of fun. Yeah. But there is one who's just kind of I'm here for a paycheck, and that is Sebastian Stan. 
Like his just he just does not carry over to voice acting. Like it's I just it's feel so like funny. I feel they just pushed him into a boot, like probably in the middle of recording Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. And it was just like, here, Stan, read these lines. So it's it's funny to picture like well they're trying to paint the arm on him and they just stick a mic in his face and like hey just read this off the sheet we need it for another thing we're doing it's yeah it just feels like he has no direction honestly uh and they just gave him all the quips just hey, all the quips were just let's hear it for captain Am- let's hear it for captain america or captain carter or whatever like he feels Who so flat calamari <laughs> oh you nearly tore my arm off like it's so like weird i actually didn't think it was sebastian stanford i had to check it i had to double yeah. check yeah 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 no he's I feel bad. I hope he's not in more of these. I think he's in another one, but like, yeah, yeah, because we see the Winter Soldier take on Zombie Cap at one point in the trailer. So I guess he will be coming back. But again, it could be a case of lack of direction because he's literally just this one side character in the whole thing. So they could have just literally just stuck him in a booth and go record these lines. But also, here's the thing: Um, is Sebastian's not a good like actor in these kind of things? Because if you think about his time as Bucky, a lot of what he does as Bucky is just be really stoic. I think I think he's, he's I think he's a good actor. I think he plays uh, Bucky really well because like yeah. Bucky goes from stoic but can also crack jokes and stuff as well. True, so. true. But like, I guess that just doesn't carry into voice acting. Maybe he's just maybe it's just a skill that he doesn't really have yet. Maybe. Maybe it's just maybe it's just some actors struggle with it. But also, he's trying to play Bucky pre uh, Winter Soldier, which is something he hasn't had to play in like over ten years. That is true. So. <laughs> But yeah, no, here, that's the thing. You get back to a good point. So this is fucking, this is Captain America, the first Avenger, but obviously it's Captain Carter now. Yeah. And then once we have that introduction scene of her, like, getting getting the powers and the thing, they just start speed running this shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. like Captain America, first Avenger, any percent go kind of thing, you know? Oh, but like, so she's, they're just like, yeah, you're a woman. You can't fight. You're not on the war line. Get out of there. Get out of there. We're taking all your blood. That's another thing I'd love to see. Like, what do they do with all that blood? Because fucking in fucking Agent Carter, we found out they did the same thing to Steve, but then they like Peggy got rid of it and stopped it. But, but they it, they tried to replicate it from Steve's blood, and then I think is it is it like the the CIA went through their one or the uh, the SSR whatever went through their one, and then uh, they had one vial left, and that's the whole plot point of season one. But uh, yeah. But like it looks like they have plenty of blood and no one to stop them from using that last vial. So maybe yeah. maybe fucking when she arrives in that future, Hawkeye and Nick Fury, they are both super soldiers. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe everyone's a super maybe like being a super soldier is just regular power level now. <laughs> it's like Dragon Ball, where like something used to be super powerful, now it's just like eh, everyone kind of does that now. It's fine. Everyone got the power boost. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, Steve's like, oh, at least they don't have you like doing the fucking campaigning stuff and all that shit. <laughs> Which is weird. You think they would have tried that, right? Uh, yeah, I was surprised we didn't get the campaigning thing. But I also think probably the aging character has enough self-respect to go, uh, no. <laughs> I, I assumed we were going to get a scene where they're like, hey, you got to put this outfit on. And it'd be like, it would be the Captain America outfit, but it'd be yeah. styled like one of the showgirls ones. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the star spangle, and they're like they're doing the kicks and all that. Yeah, I assume they yeah. give her one of those, and she just tear it in half or whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
but it was so cute that like she was doing her little boxing while Steve was like doing his rehab. I'm like, oh. I, I suppose like even though she is a super soldier, she's still holding her her position within the the SSR and whatever. So yeah, but the one guy who really respected her got blown the fuck up. Yeah, so, yeah. Like now it's the super sexist guy who's like, you're lucky to even be in the room. That guy is yeah, in charge. Yeah. Fucking. I love the fact that without having to do all that fucking like campaigning and buy the war bonds kind of stuff, she just has the free time to go and get the Tesseract immediately. <laughs> Instead of Captain America dicking around and blowing up shit, he's, she's just like, yeah, we're going to go get that making, immediately. Making movies and stuff. Yeah, fucking um, going on the press tour. Like, she's yeah. Just like, yeah, no, um, Howard, get me a costume and a plane. I'll go sort it out. She, yeah. I love when she's in the action for the first time. And she flips one truck and she realizes how good she is at it. She just does it again. <laughs> She's like, fuck, that was that was so cool. And she just does it again. She's just having fun. And I was just like, oh, I love this. When she like <laughs> slices through the side of one of the cars and she's like, what? She's like, <laughs> she like hits one guy with the shield and she hits another one. And you just see the smile on her face that she's enjoying. Yeah. And then you get the one really big Nazi guy and he's like wailing on her and she just takes him the fuck out. It's so I don't good. even think there's a wailing one. He just he, like he puts off his fist and she just immediately goes for the knee, the crotch, and then just like the oh, head. Like, you know? So good. Efficient. <laughs> oh, so that's the thing. She's way more efficient than Captain America. <laughs> Actually, another thing I want to get at. She does obviously because animation you can make things like more expressive and more exaggerated. But she seems way stronger than Steve Rogers in this. Like she like compared to how Captain America was in that first movie, she's leaps and bounds ahead of him. Yeah. And I think that's the fact that she was already like really athletic and really strong and really well trained already. Yeah, I guess yeah, that that's the thing. She's she's had all like the agent training and stuff yeah. and everything. So, so she she's able to utilize her training a lot more. So she like she was peak strength before she got the serum. So with the mm. serum, she's like So this brings me to my point. I think she could kick the crap out of Captain America. Oh, yeah. Like, like in a hand-to-hand, I assume she would kill him. Not to right? mention, Steve Rogers just wouldn't lay a hand on her either because he's no. just too good of a human being. No, not at all. I mean, like, if they were dancing or whatever. But, like... Yeah, yeah. But, all right, so moving on from that. She gets the Tesseract, no problem. We get a nice little montage because apparently we're not going fast enough, so we got to move into montage. Yeah. It's like, fuck it, we got two and a half hours of movie and 22 minutes to do it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, fucking! I, I do love that little montage and when she saves the fucking battalion, the battalion and all that. And you get to be fair, the art style doesn't lend itself to certain people. I don't think that looks anything like Sebastian Stan. Yeah. They fucking nailed Dundun Dugan. Like <laughs> they fucking he just needs a bowler cap and a mustache, man. That's the thing. He's so kind of cartoony anyway that it's yeah. they fucking they nail the look of that guy. It's so it's... good. Same with the Red Same. Skull. They they nail that guy. It's the more cartoonish ones they're easy to get. They nailed the the actual Red Skull, but before when before he revealed like takes off his mask or whatever, it doesn't look anything like Hugo Weaving. Not I don't even think close. Either. Yeah. So it, yeah, no. It's some of them are fairly spot on. Some of them are not even close. Like yeah, yeah. It, I think once again, it's the ones that are more iconic or kind of easier to hit. Mm-hmm. More like, like Sebastian Stan has very like he's a very good looking man, but he has very nothing face. Yeah, like, I get you. I don't want to be ragging on Sebastian Stan because he's one of my favorite parts of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> but like um, that and the Zemo dancing. But um, actually, this is a fun aside. I threw a party last week and um, 
So I had the music playlist, the Jack Rocks Your Socks playlist. Yeah. I was ready to go. Available on Spotify if anyone wants to follow and listen to one. <laughs> like three hours long of absolute tunes. But I had that playing on both speakers. But I'm like, well, we got two big TVs. I should put like a like a nice little animated loop on both televisions. Did you put a loop of Zemo fucking dancing? Ten hour loop of Zemo doing his dance. Turn the volume <laughs> down and it matched with every song I play. I love that. Oh my god. She drinks the Coca-Cola. She can't taste the difference. And it's a Zemo dancing along like the cola or like, put my hands up to play in my song. And it's just still Zemo dancing. It's so fucking good. Oh, I love it. That's oh, so my good. God. Oh, but yeah, no, fucking back to what was, where are we get? Oh, the character designs. I love um the fucking the Hulkbuster tank thingy. Mm. So, like, Howard gets a Tesseract, he's like, well, I was gonna not build a giant robot suit, but now that I have a power source, I guess that was the only thing for stopping me. I'm gonna just build the Mark 1, like, 70 years prematurely. This thing's ten times better than the Mark... I, this is like the Mark 1 if Tony didn't have to build it in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> a bunch of scraps, with yeah. With a box of scraps. With a box of scraps. That's what I was like. I was like, oh, wow. It's like... Why why wasn't Tony's one as good? But I was like, hey, to be fair, he did build it in a grave in a cave with a box of scraps. And this does tie back into the aging character thing where like you we see that Howard was building a version of like wearable armor, but it was just yeah. the fact that like he didn't have an energy supply or the techno like even in Iron Man 2, where he's like, son, I am limited by the technology of my time. Hopefully that won't be you. But like now that he has the energy source and the technology. Motherfucker builds himself a Hulkbuster. Yeah, man. It's just, oh, I, I love it. And there's just, yeah. So it's just. Its design I, is great. I fucking, I, like, it lends itself to the style and it looks really good. It looks really stupid. Like, it's very, like, it does not fit oh, within yeah. the universe or the context. It's, big, or like, it's unyieldy, but I also love the, just the fucking Rogers and Carter just fucking shit up together. Or <sighs> that one shot of, like, Carter just riding on the back of the, the, the. Oh fuck! The it's, Hydra Stomper while they're flying through the sky. I was like, oh, I love there's that. There's a thirty second shot there where you're right. She's on the back of it. They crash into a plane. She goes through the front of the plane, takes out every Nazi on the plane, jumps out the front of it, and then fucking lands on the back of it again. Yeah, it's so good. You land back on Steve's suit. I'm like, that's fucking sick. Like, Power couple right there. <laughs> it once again, like, I know it's the Marvel universe, so there's a bunch of silly stuff. This feels particularly silly. Like this oh, does yeah. not. This breaks my sense of disbel- uh, sense of disbelief. And if this was in a movie, I would say it was ridiculous and stupid out of nowhere. That said, yeah. in the sake of this for animation, it looks fucking amazing. I'm so. Uh, in- I want to see both of those in live action. Uh, like yeah, in a it multiverse really- of madness, bring them both in or whatever. Makes me think of like, could you do this live action? Because one, you have. The ridiculous suit and all the, all this stuff too of Jack Haley Atwell as well. So I, um, I think you could do Haley Atwell. You get boots that bring her up an inch or two, bit of padding in the suit, and just have her work out anyway. Like mm-hmm. Marvel have all the money in the world, and Haley Atwell's a pretty great shape already. So like, yeah, that'd be no problem. The Hydra Stomper might be a little harder to do, like the fucking the big suit. You could always just you could bring her and not have to bring that. Yeah. I think you could bring her in for a cameo in like Doctor Strange or like whatever big multiverse thing they're eventually building to for eight, for Phase Four. I think yeah, this is yeah. the testing ground. If people like her enough, they're definitely bringing her back. Oh. Which would be, it's clear we'd both be fucking up for it. Like, <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, I'm trying to think. So then they go after the train, like in the movie. Yeah. 
But they should and have it, figured, they should have figured out that it was a trap by the fact that there was a Hydra logo on the side of the train. That they were stopping the train oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> on the side of the train. <laughs> so instead this of is... losing losing Bucky and uh, uh, they throw it at the joke of haha, you nearly ripped off my arm. Haha. Well, one second, let me, I, I can recreate. Haha, you nearly tore off my arm. Ha ha. Sorry, that that was that was Sebastian standing there for. I actually played the clip from the show there. Um, yeah, and then uh, so we don't lose Bucky this time, but we lose we lose Steve Rogers to uh, to the explosion. And this is another ripple effect. So we find out he's fine later on. Spoilers. Yeah. Like there's tension. It's really sad, and you find out he's gone. I was just assuming that like he was gonna be the new Winter Soldier. Yeah. I was so like, apparently oh. the Russians don't find him. It's just Hydra. So I don't know. I thought that was going to be like the after credits would be like Steve wakes up and like they built him into the suit completely. And it's the only thing keeping him alive. Yeah. Although, although that would make covert missions way harder. Yeah, here's the thing, <laughs> Scrawny, you're, you're, not, you're not rescuing Scrawny Steve Rogers, honestly, you know? Yeah, but you, you want the suit and he's the only one who knows how to work it. I suppose. Oh, imagine he wakes up and he's missing the arm and they've attached the Hydra Stomper arm to it. So he's just got uh, one giant mech got one arm. giant fucking arm. <laughs> he can't move very well because it's too heavy. <laughs> Don't worry, comrade. We pump you. Tr- we pump you full of drugs and steroids and lots of vodka. You feel a lot better. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're going to fight the Red Guardian. Anyway, um, <laughs> so they're like, okay, we know the Red Skull. You took the he got the tesseract back or whatever because I guess it was in the suit now, but instead of making weapons because they'd given up on that idea, he's just like fuck it, big space squid. Okay, yes, okay, this is where they kind of lost. I mean, like Hydra's whole thing is like an octopus kind of thing, which is weird because that's not a Hydra at all. But you know what? We're (laughs) so again, it's just funny to me. They're like. Well, if we get the uh, first, we get the tesseract and we build weapons. What's that? They got the tesseract. Well, start building the space portal for the squid. <laughs> yeah, it's big squid time. It's time yeah. to bring the big squid. Oops, <laughs> yeah, it's big big squid time. Oh, we love big squid time. <laughs> it was Nazi weapons, a big squid time. You know, it's how it goes. It's a new red skull. I want to tell you by the end. Red skull, red skull was just like, mm, we must we must defeat the allied forces. But also, I feel like having some giant calamari. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, um, but yeah, no, they, they, they raid the castle. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be pretty sick. And she just does like a 40 foot vertical leap over the wall. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Damn, bitch. Someone's not skipping leg day. Fucking <laughs> should doing those box squat jumps. Every God day damn. is leg day. Uh, oh my goodness. Great. Before she, she crushes it and she just rampages through the castle. I'm like, you don't even need the other Howling Commando. She's fucking got <laughs> this on lock. Bucky, you can go home. Like, As we said, she's just really efficient. You yeah. know? Also, I love they brought Howard Stark to, you know, like press a button or whatever. But it's yeah. like, let's send 20 soldiers with these guys and um, just Agent Carter and Howard Stark this way. Because she's also, so efficient. Also, not to mention, it is just Howard Stark in his suit. They didn't give him like a, like a little bit of, you know, Body armor, armor. Or body armor or anything or, or a gun, gun. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's a just brick Stark. give him a brick maybe 
I don't know. Fucking, as said, fucking Dominic Cooper's having so much fun with it. Like, I'm not complaining. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's having a great laugh. But they get in there and they're like, the Ritz goes like, and now we got the big squid. <laughs> and and just, the big squid just fucking kills, right? <laughs> it's so You know what's really fucked? So, um, uh, me and a friend, me and a friend of mine, I'll, I'll tell you all today, Air, we're working on a new comic project together. And obviously, yeah. we're, we're doing a bunch of short stories, but like the fi- the third act has yeah. um the return of an eldritch god slash Cthulhu, which is like a giant yeah. squid monster thing. And the joke is that the villain has spent the whole plot building to bring him back. And he's like, and finally, he has risen once more, the dark one. And then it immediately grabs him and crushes him. Yeah. So now I have to rewrite that fucking ending because what if beat me too? I mean, like, I think that's if you're dealing with eldritch gods, that is to be expected. They don't give a shit about you. You are dying. You know? He's like, come to me, my friends. Boom, squish. I'm like, God damn it. I have to rewrite a joke. I have to rewrite the joke now. You don't have to rewrite the joke. It's a very common joke of just like, I summoned this. Oh, no, now it's killing me. Oh. <laughs> there's, to be fair, there's um something similar, not to spoil it, but in Suicide Squad, there's just like, like a, like a person getting crushed by a big tentacle out of nowhere, and it's fucking mm. amazing. Oh, God. So, anyway, um, yeah, Red Skull's just fucking gone, which makes me think. <laughs> fucking and this is another what if but does that mean you get to Voromir to get the soul stone and there's just a fucking huge squid there (laughs) a life for a life a soul for a soul the the tesseract isn't isn't taken into doesn't teleport them anywhere I think it's left with Howard and them when she leaves so there you go also no invasion on New York anymore yeah it's no because they still have it in the port I don't Uh, know I don't know. And no, but um, we'll get to the the what ifs based on this what if at the end because I think that'll be yeah. a fun segment. But yeah, no. Um, fucking Steve's alive and well, and they fucking they overcharge the suit so it gets a power upgrade, and then he's like, it's clobbering time or whatever, and he goes in there to fight the big squid, and they fight back to get, back. Basically, has like the Mark One battery life kind of thing, yeah. you know. And then she finds a fucking like a sword that sword? was just chilling there. We just have like an Excalibur reference, I guess. Yeah, um, and here's the thing in the comics, um, Captain Britain, which is she doesn't get called it in the show, but I assumed she was gonna get called Captain Britain. Captain yeah. Britain finds Excalibur, so maybe that's what they're hitting at. Captain yeah, yeah. Br- Captain Britain Cap- finds Excalibur, sorry, finds Excalibur like- and gets sent into the multiverse. Yeah, because I think is there no, there's OG Captain Britain, and then I think there was there Lionheart who got Excalibur and then went on to become Captain Britain or something like that. I there's, don't know. There's like five Captain Britain. The superhero, the the superhero team is also called Excalibur, which just makes it. But even they're more made confusing. of X Men, and um, yeah. you you want to get really fucked up. Captain Britain's sister goes on to be Psylocke, the X Men oh. character. You're thinking to yourself, wait a minute, isn't she of Asian heritage? Yes yeah. and no. Because she used to be a young British aristocrat who oh, had psychic yeah. abilities. And then when she was dying, Captain Britain had her transfer her mind into an Asian woman who was in a coma, who also had sick mutant laser powers. So she became the mutant Psylocke, who's both telekinetic and has sick laser swords. 
comics, my dude. Comics, my friend. Comics, my dude. It makes sense in comics. (laughs) In many ways, I'm happy they did none of that. They just got Olivia Munn to wear like the fucking the big swimsuit and the laser swords. That's all. Yeah, that's all we really need. Let's be honest. That's all we ever wanted. We're all here for the laser swords. We don't care that much about the psychic abilities. We're here for laser swords. We don't care about fucking swapping heritages and like, you know, whatever else. We just We're going to have this color. Asian character, but what if people don't like her because she's Asian? Make her secretly white. That's what. <laughs> I mean, that's why they just. That's a reverse of what they did with Scarlett Johansson and fucking Ghost in the Shell. Oh, God. But anyway, Peggy's just like, she's stabbing the big squid. She's like, get off of him, you son of a bitch. And she drags it into the portal and it closes up. And she wakes up in the future. In the future. I.e., they just open the portal and. I guess time just doesn't pass wherever the fuck she was. Um, so, so yeah, here's the thing. I was wondering, was it going to be a sense of like, how is she going to get frozen? Is she just going to live out her life with Steve? What's going to happen? Yeah. Nope. They still separate him at the end, which is kind of yeah. like heartbreak. Like they were never destined to be together after the war. Obviously they yeah. eventually get there, but like it's, he looks so crushed when fucking she goes through the portal. Oh, or, poor poor little Steve. Steve. With his little, with his tiny little wee heart. Oh, it's broken. Little, little breaks in his little heart. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Anyway, um, she gets through the portal and Nick Fury's is like, ma'am, please put down the sword. Which is a play <laughs> on his, his line in fucking it, in the first Avengers. Like, sir, please put down the, the spear. And the episode uh, ends. But yeah. with that, I think she's going to come back. Like, I don't okay. think he, I don't think you do that. She's in the modern day thing. If you weren't going to continue do, that beat on. Yeah. Do you do you think like this is all just going to build up to just like an alternate Avengers team? I think um, it's, I think we saw that in one of the trailers. But then again, yeah. that could be a misdirect. Yeah, I think I do think we're going to get a what if Avengers team or like a multiverse Avengers team up. Yeah, I there's rumors that, um you know, the big squid thing we saw. Yeah, apparently it's a Doctor Strange villain that like like travels through the multiverse it's a sorcerer uh, supreme but it's a big squid monster that travels the multiverse i was going to make the joke of what if it's revealed that it's actually a flurkin um it's just cat, goose the cat oh my god it's goose the cat he arrived early <laughs> we never get an origin for goose the cat maybe this is it because honestly it could be that you know i want a moment in one of the cats in marvel movies where nick fury just shoots goose the cat for revenge <laughs> gets his revenge I'm sick of these motherfucking cats on this motherfucking spaceship. Where has where has Goose the Cat been this whole time, guys? Bring back Goose the Cat. I hope Goose the Cat is in the vault or in the fucking like <laughs> Ravencroft or like the raft or one of the Ar- Arkham Asylum. Put her in a prison. That cat yeah, is dangerous. Yeah. It's an alien. Shoot it into space. Uh, but yeah, I, I was over revealed that the big tentacle monster was just just a flurkin. She just goes through the portal and there's just a cat on the other side. It's like what? I'm gonna look up the name of the, the villain again because I did see it earlier. Uh, yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just solid episode, dude. And it, you know what a way to start off the series as well. Um. What's that? Squid monster. Squid squid monster. Be very oh. careful when you look up squid monster <laughs> and any female related hero. I know the internet too well. Um, but yeah. I, it um, was, I had it here earlier. I had it written down and I must have knocked it off the screen. Uh, but the, the rumor is maybe that's going to be the villain slash thing that they have to come through the multiverse to fight. Yeah, so man. 
you know, that's just how rumors be like. I get that. Exactly. I'm surprised because I I thought our frame device was going to be tired, haggard, Dr. Strange. Um, (laughs) Or maybe it's it's Uatu getting closer and closer to just being like, oh, maybe I should intervene, but I'm not going to. I should intervene, but if I were to intervene, I would be doing... Uh, all I ever do is watch, but maybe I mightn't watch. Maybe I will do something. <laughs> anyway, um, fucking. But now I think we got to get to the part of the show where we break down what other what ifs spit out of this universe. There's just oh my god. Okay, um, so they don't find Captain America in the ice. That she yeah. just comes through a portal, I guess. Yeah, they have the tesseract the whole time, which begs the question of how does technology advance? I mean, maybe it moves the same because Howard Stark found the Tesseract anyway. Yeah. So like, they they still probably make the the weapons oh, yeah, or whatever. They found, they found the Tesseract, but they didn't find Steve. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah. Maybe everyone has Iron Man suits now. Yeah. Because like, if Howard was able to build suits back in the day, and he still has the Tesseract, there's there's nothing to say that Stark Industries, instead of building missiles, just builds Iron Man suits now. Just builds Iron Man suits, but also for war. And oh no. <laughs> Maybe just maybe that's the thing. Maybe there's no more like missile systems or anything. It's just what Iron Man's like. And he falls in love with his robot so much that he doesn't meet Tony's mom, and you don't have Tony. Oh my goodness, I was just gonna say that Tony already has the suit. Yeah. So like, there's nothing special about Tony Stark except for his alcoholism and how rich he is. <laughs> like, except his trauma and his alcoholism. Like, imagine the moment where they're all in the van. And he's like, wait, what? what is this? Am I being court-martialed? Or, like, and they're, like they're, they're bantering with him, but they're all already in Iron Man suits. And then, like, yeah, yeah. the IED hits and, like, the missiles go off. And you see, like, a little bit of blood come through the suit. And the terrorists turn up, and they're all in Iron Man suits. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everyone's an Iron Man? I don't know. <laughs> the Iron Man verse, man. Um, S.H.I.E.L.D. Um... isn't established. Because S.H.I.E.L.D. was 90% Agent Carter. Like, Oh, God, yeah. With no shield, maybe no wait, Avengers. Wait, I mean, but who, who is who's Fury working for then? Oh God, maybe um, maybe Steve could have replaced oh, her in that. Oh, what if it's old man skinny Steve Rogers running Shield with him yeah. and Howard getting into hijinks and running Shield? <laughs> oh, Shield's a real boys' club now because it's it's Howard, Bucky, and Steve running the show. Yeah. I, to be fair, we probably don't get a Winter Soldier because one, there is no Winter Soldier, and two, Hydra doesn't get in. Steve Rogers is on that shit. Yeah, man. Fucking, that doesn't happen. Um, I'm trying so, to think. Yeah, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier doesn't happen. Wait, um, that means Howard Stark never dies, so Tony has time to repair the relationship with his father. So he's not oh a bad guy. Oh my god, guy. he's not. So he, he doesn't have alcoholism. Oh my god. He's an upstanding citizen. He doesn't create that many weapons anymore. His Howard's uncle- still. Around. His uncle is Steve Rogers. Obadiah Stane doesn't get into any kind of power or make any kind of deals. So fucking... the first Iron Man doesn't happen. First and Iron then, Man. And by subsequent, all the other Iron Man movies don't happen. Plus, any villains Iron Man created, they're gone. Half the so half the MCU is just does doesn't happen. Um. Fucking with Howard not being murdered, Obadiah Stane doesn't even like get close to them because like Howard's just gonna pass it to his son. And if Obadiah tries to kill him off, Steve's just going to bop him in the back of the head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, fuck. Um, (laughs) Thor will still happen. Thor Uh, still happens, uh, but, like, everyone has Iron Man suits now. So the minute the Destroyer rocks up, they just kick the (laughs) shit out of them. (laughs) 
fucking a, Phil Coulson and a, like a swarm of shield agents appear. They start ragging on the destroyer and their in their Iron Man suit. Do you think if do you think Shield? I don't know. Question question is really: Do you think Shield can stop the Red Room in time for Black Widow not to happen? Uh, I don't know. You see, cause fucking now they're busy building fucking like Tesseract weapons. So Black Widow yeah. might still happen. Black Widow might still happen, and uh, don't fucking know Hawkeye's deal. Hawkeye's still kicking around, I guess. Um, I guess yeah, I guess. He's the he's a special agent, not because he doesn't use guns, because he's the only one who won't use does, an Iron Man suit. Oh, do we still get Hulk? <gasps> we do, I guess, because they're trying to recreate Peggy. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's Hulk not because Bru- a girl. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not Bruce Banner. Maybe they get like the top female, like leading fucking gamma Bruce grades. Silla. Yeah, like fucking they get Betty Ross to get in there instead because like yeah. I know it's your girlfriend or whatever, but like. You know, we, old, it's so old far Steve's... we only know it works if they have two two X chromosomes. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, they they gotta have this many X chromosomes. Be brunette, be about the same height as Peggy. <laughs> Steve's just trying to find a replacement Peggy the whole time. Oh yeah, <laughs> Abomination also was a young brunette. Like every version <laughs> of the Hulk has to kind of resemble Peggy because Steve's really into that. They're all his ex girlfriends, and he's just like, oh no. Oh, what if he? Do you think he ends up with Natalie Dormer or like, nah, probably not. Cause like she was only into him because he was a Captain America. Like, yeah, he was, I'm trying to think, uh, Luke Cage doesn't happen because they're still trying to, they're probably not going to try and make any more Captain Americas. I think Howard could probably crack the Captain America formula given enough time. Like maybe even maybe, maybe they ban it. Maybe Steve doesn't want any more to happen. What happens oh. in the Battle of New York then? Because like Loki shows up. There's uh, no more there's no more Iron Man. Iron Man's just fucking gone. Like Tony Stark's just a regular man. Yeah. But I, also... I get sorry, go on. I guess you could still get a lot of the, the, the normal Avengers movie sans Iron Man, you know? Everyone else is an Iron Man now though. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Steve's gone, so I guess Peggy's there. So it's 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 like Peggy, Hawkeye, Black Widow. Thor, I guess, um, female Hulk, and like twenty guys in Iron Man suits now. Yeah, yeah. It's... Everyone else is. You know we what? Don't actually, need we, the we, we don't need the Avengers. Fucking the Shield agents rock up in their big fucking Iron Man suits because Howard Stark never died. Yeah. And he had an energy source for it. Yeah. No, never mind. Okay. Um. Yeah. This has been Marvel's What If. What did you think of it overall? Uh, I enjoyed it. I said re- I really enjoyed it. It was a great the uh, pilot episode and everything, and we got to revisit some some old characters that I that I love. Um, always happy to see Agent Carter. You know, here's the thing: like I feel Marvel themselves also really like Agent Carter, but they just don't know what to do with her. You know, <laughs> because here's the thing: she's she's kind of like Gwen Stacy in a sense where it's like the character only works if you have Spider Man in the story. Same way yeah. Agent Carter, they have always struggled. To have a reason for her to be there eat with Cap- without Captain America being around. Yeah, to yeah. the point which both her series are about Captain America related stuff, like the blood and like. Actually, I don't know what season two was about. I don't think season two is about Captain America related stuff, but oh. season two isn't that great anyway. So, yeah. but um, but in this, they found a way to make her more relevant than ever. To be like, mm-hmm. oh no, he doesn't work without her around. If anything else, yeah. So I'm oh. I'm really excited for that. And fuck, this whole series is not only Marvel patting themselves on the back for like 10 to 11 years of just quality movies. Yeah. But also them being like, hey, which of these characters sells the most merchandise? 
nice okay <laughs> that one's going in a movie that one's yeah. getting its own series that yeah. one's gonna like yeah it, it, exactly also i feel like after this show i'm just gonna go and i'm just gonna watch that that ending scene from from end game of just steve and peggy dancing because oh, yeah. i feel like i need that 100 <laughs> percent. but yeah no fucking great opening episode like i think i said it already four and a half maybe five out of like maybe four and a half out of five like solid four from me they fucking as an opening episode it's great it introduces you to the concept and like obviously it might wear thin a little fast of hey let's just do that movie you liked but in 20 minutes and there's a slight change to yeah. it but the animation they- style makes up for it and i hope they get weirder with the deviations yeah fucking um next week we know it's one of the t'challa episodes i think mm. like the one where he becomes star lord or whatever yeah oh so, man give me my guardians give me the guardians of the galaxy he's been confirmed for four of those so like can't mm. wait for that so that either means he's going to be in four different ones or else they are all connected which is another mm. thing do you think all of these are going to be connected i hmm it's it's a tough one that is a really tough one i hope maybe at the end we'll get the big thing of like oh now they're all connected kind of thing but i i I, you know what i'd be fine if they weren't connected i like yeah that's the thing they're all their own little thing like that's g with me it's i'd be fine if they weren't i kind of hope they are like i hope there is a overarching thing and that's the feel i won't be super disappointed because i've been watching a lot of things recently about how fan expectations have been ruining these marvel shows oh yeah I say as someone who's been doing a show where we just pitch theories every week. We're, 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 it's just purely fat expectations. But hey, we're, Jack, we're all we, part we of the problem. We don't lose our shit when, you know, like this one thing didn't happen. Like, you know, let's be real. We were only 5% on that whole John Krasinski turning up and who's the Mephisto or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the one time we got a Mephisto, I never stopped complaining. So like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, um. There is that thing where fan expectations do kill these kind of things. Yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping everyone can just be chill on this one. We just enjoy a f- couple of fun what if stories. They fucking they figure out who everyone's favorite one is, and that one gets a movie or whatever or a Netflix show. Okay. I, no, sorry, Disney Plus show, not Netflix. Actually, okay. oh my god, we forgot about the fucking big Disney Plus news. Oh my goodness, your absolute gooses. Everyone's favorite Avenger, the most forgettable Avenger, got a release date for a show. The Hawkeye show is coming out on November 4th. Oh, okay. Everyone mark your calendars now. The Hawkeye show is <laughs> here. the least it's forgettable queer. Avenger, and I just completely forgot about now. Um... Everyone loves him. Everyone knows him. He's your favorite Avenger. I've got my Hawkeye tattoo, and my I love Hawkeye pajamas on. It's You should, to- you should totally get a Hawkeye tattoo. <laughs> I thought you were going to say get a Hawkeye pajamas. <laughs> and not to. I might get a Hawkeye tattoo. I'll do it. We should get we should get Hawkeye tattoos, Jack. Yes. Yeah. No, we'll we'll get like we'll get like two, like him firing the arrow, but we'll get a split in two. So when we go like shoulder to shoulder, it's him firing the arrow. Yeah, yeah. And just people are like, you must really like Hawkeye. We're like, no, nah, not really. Not at all. <laughs> or you could get Kate Bishop, and I'll get like Clint Barton, and we can just like yeah, put those yeah. back to the. Definitely oh, Hawkeye tattoos. God. It is. <laughs> Everyone's got a like, comment, come back for the episode. We'll do it live. We'll put it up on the Instagram of us getting Hawkeye tattoos. I actually, I know Just the... For I no know, reason other than the bit. I 100% know the image I want for it as well. It's Hawkeye from the My Life as a Living Weapon. That yeah. one cover would be perfect for it. Oh, 
anyway, I, we should wrap this up. I think we're coming up around. Uh, what are we? An hour and a half? Yeah. Short too. I think we can call it there. It's been a good. It's good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. We've returned. We have resurrected like Lazarus. Yeah, no, I I'm, I missed the this the sit down once a week. You know, just chatting all things Marvel. You know, it, it keeps us sane. It keeps us straight, and it stops me from picking up any kind of demon swords. <laughs> Don't pick up the demon swords, guys. Don't pick up the demon swords. Anyway, on that note, I've been Jack. And I've been Rhiannon. Rhiannon, if they want to hit us up and get onto us and follow us, tell us what they should do. Hey, you can uh, follow us on Instagram and you can just look for us. Should have gone for should have gone for the head. And if you're just like, hey, these people are kind of kind of funny and interesting. Uh, you can hit us up at our own individual Instagram. So I'm simply just at Rhiannon Connick and you can find Jack at Jack Long Illustrations. Thank you. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Come back next week for another episode of Should Have Gone for the Head, the only podcast where we talk about Clifford the Big Red Dog's Big Red Asshole. I'm going to retire that bit until the movie comes out now. I'm going to hold off on it. <laughs> there shall be no more Clifford search every week. We're going to have to do a Clifford episode now. Like, oh, we, you know, 100%. it started off as a joke, and now we got to do it. Um... I think Clifford the Big Red Dog versus the Avengers kind of works. <laughs> like, fuck. How Clifford MCU... versus Fen- Fenris Wolf. How the MCU uh, changes with Clifford involved. Oh my god. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. We're back. We'll be back next week for another episode of What If and breaking down all things Marvel. And until then, be good people, you absolute chads. All right. Bye. Bye.